Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Friday, Carb Day, May 28th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Two words for you on this Friday afternoon, sedation, dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill's great at it. If you have a lot of dental work that needs to be done, but you'd like to sleep through it as Dr. Mike O'Neill executes it, call 317-849-2933. Punch subscribe like ring the bell let's go let's talk about sports it's a mailbag friday we get questions and the people who ask the questions they get answers if they're good questions we answer them here on the show all right this is from gwen in connersville wants to know what i think about nba fan behavior and she references russell westbrook getting a bunch of popcorn dumped on his head here's what i think it's idiotic it's foolish right fans have got to be better than that But I'll say this, too, that the players need to stop responding. Do you know why Russell Westbrook is constantly picked on by fans? Because he responds. If you want an idiot to stop being an idiot, you ignore the idiot. This is common sense. We learned this in grade school, didn't we? If you got like a fourth grader who picks on you and you respond to being picked on, it just fuels the fire and makes it fun for everybody. So ignore the idiots. Let the arena take care of the consequences upon the idiot, banning them from the arena or, you know, stripping them of season tickets and their privilege to buy more season tickets. That's a cool deal. But referencing them in post-game press conferences or talking about them later is just stupid because it fuels them. Easy enough. All right, this is from Curtis in Whiteland, Indiana. Wants to know if I think the Colts will take a run at Julio Jones. I'm going to answer this by giving you five numbers. 15, 11, 7, 32, and 9. What those add up to is no. The Indianapolis Colts are not going to take a run at Julio Jones. 15 million is what Julio Jones is going to be owed in salary in 2021. 11 million, that's his salary for 2022. 7 million, that's the buyout in in 2023. That's what he's guaranteed for 2023. 32 is his age the point at which wide receivers generally start to trail off. Nine, 
the number of games Julio Jones played for the Falcons in 2020. Why? Because of a, a recurring issue with a hamstring. 32. People don't start getting healthier at 32. People start to feel the effects of ongoing injuries on their bodies. Expecting Julio Jones to play 16 games this coming season after he played nine last year, it would defy logic, right? So I don't think that the Colts are going to go after Julio Jones. They've got extensions coming up. Chris Ballard has been resolute in rewarding current players, people within the Colts family, and not bringing in high-priced free agents. I would be stunned if the Colts went after Julio Jones. Productive, yes, and he has been productive. A borderline Hall of Fame career, but not the Colts' cup of tea right now. Let's remember Andre Johnson, right? Andre Johnson was a little bit older than Julio Jones is today, but still, cautionary tale for sure. If you don't believe me, ask Ryan Grigson. All right, next question is from Lamar in Greenwood. Who will gain more from Jerome Hunter going to Xavier? Indiana Xavier or Jerome? I think it's good for everybody. I think it's going to be terrific for Jerome Hunter to get a fresh start at Xavier playing for Travis Steele. I think it's going to be really good for Xavier because Jerome Hunter is a terrific, versatile defender who can flat shoot, but has got to start putting up better numbers in that shooting realm, especially from deep and from the foul line. And I think it's good for Indiana because it freed up a scholarship that they were able to use and go get a guy like Michael Durr. All right, they needed front court depth. They got front court depth. Jerome Hunter needed a fresh start. Xavier needed a versatile defender who can shoot the basketball like Jerome Hunter. I think everybody wins. Here's the thing, that uh, college students have got to be allowed some latitude to grow up, right? And I think Jerome Hunter is doing just that. And guys who are in college, remember when you were in college, before we hold these guys to a behavioral standard that is unrealistic, we got to remember who we were in college before we cast judgment upon those who are in college today, whether they're athletes or not athletes. There you go. That's my screed, final screed on Jerome Hunter. We wish him absolutely the best at Xavier. 100% the best. You talk to anybody in Bloomington, they say he's an, a, a wonderful, wonderful kid. Okay, this is from Billy in Zionsville. Ever seen a play like Javi Baez pulled yesterday in Pittsburgh? I have not. To kind of rehash what happened yesterday... Wilson Contreras is on first with two outs. He steals second, okay? Baez is at the plate. He chops the ball to third. The throw from third pulls the first baseman off the bag. The first baseman runs at Javi Baez. Javi Baez, not wanting to be tagged, takes off. Everything is better than an out. The longer you can take to not make an out, the better for everybody, right? So Baez runs toward home plate, never leaves the baseline, and the first baseman runs with him. Contreras breaks from third. The first baseman, confused, throws to the plate. Contreras is safe. Baez sprints to first and gets there prior to the second baseman who had to run over to first base to cover the bat. All Pittsburgh had to do, the first baseman, all he had to do was turn around as Javi Baez tried to get away from him, run to first, step on the bag, and... It's the end of the inning, and Contreras, even if he scores or crosses the plate before the out is registered, he's out because a force play negates the scoring of the run. 
So, Baez, by backpedaling and running away from the first baseman, caused great turmoil and confusion. The first baseman made absolutely the wrong play by throwing to the plate. Baez beats the throw to first. Then, to add insult to injury, the throw from the catcher to the second baseman at first goes into right field. And Baez takes second. And that is followed by a base hit by Ethan er, Ian Happ, and Baez scores. So instead of it being one to nothing, that turns into a three nothing lead for the Cubs, and they wind up winning the game five to three. You know what? Javi Baez plays baseball with an unbridled joy that if the Cubs don't understand the value of that, they don't deserve Javi Baez. If you don't extend Javi Baez, you're idiots. I have, I have, I'm going to wash my hands of the entire Cubs operation. If they don't sign Baez, sign Bryant, who, by the way, hit his 11th home run yesterday. If, if he winds up being healthy and the Cubs, they're a half game out of first place and it's May 28th. This is better than people thought it was going to be. They've won, what, nine of their last 11. So they're kind of rolling a little bit. The bullpen has been terrific, setting a modern day Cubs record for scoreless innings in a row from their bullpen. Starting pitching has not been bad. And so the Cubs are right in it in the National League Central. And these guys, they want to play in Chicago. Did we learn nothing from Larry Himes and Greg Maddox back in the day? Maddox wanted to stay with the Cubs. The Cubs didn't want to pay the extra this much money. And so and Maddox was willing to cut the Cubs uh, a deal. Cubs said, no, that's fine. He can go. He goes to the Braves. And what did he do? He won like the next four Cy Young Awards. For God's sake, don't do this. You've got Rizzo, you've got Baez, you've got Bryant, you've got Contreras. That gives you, that's like half your team as all-stars for the foreseeable future. Why rebuild that? For God's sake, what's Bryant, 29? Right, Contreras is in his 20s, Baez is in his 20s, Rizzo's in his early 30s. These guys can be the anchors of a Cubs franchise moving forward in the next five to eight years. For God's sake, don't turn your back on that. Write the check. Cubs should not have to rebuild with the money they get from the neighborhood, from the marquee network, from ticket sales. I mean, my God, let's go. Let's be not just prudent. Let's be, you know, non-idiotic for a second if you're the Ricketts family and get these guys signed on the line, which is dotted. All right. This from William, another William, in Carmel, who's going to win the 105th running at the Indianapolis 500? I'll tell you who. The Orb told us this morning on Breakfast with Ken, it's going to be Colton Herta. 21 years old, but Colton Herta is a really good uh, driver who's consistent over the course of 200 laps. And that's what you've got to be. From like the first lap through the 190th lap, you're just clicking away laps. You're just running in circles, not falling behind but not worrying and not trying to get two laps ahead. You're just trying to find a way to be competitive so in those last 10 laps, you can find a way to win. And Colton Hurt, I think, is the guy who can absolutely get that done. Scott Dixon's on the pole. Hurt a second quick uh, during the Fast 9 qualification run. And so he is in the middle of row one. I think that Colton Hurt wins this race. And I think he's going to win three or four Indianapolis 500s before it's all said and done. All right. This is from Scott up in Frankton. 
What makes you believe Carson Wentz can be an elite NFL quarterback with the Colts? This has actually been asked also from fans in Philadelphia who watch. You know what? I know. Carson Wentz has fumbled the ball 58 times and has turned it over via fumble 29 times. Now, the plus side to that is Carson Wentz twice in his NFL career has led the NFL in fumbles recovered. So uh, that's kind of, I guess, good. He also led the NFL in interceptions last year with 15, in sacks against with 50 in just 12 games. So he is a negative play waiting to happen. You know what? I was cynical about Phillip Rivers coming over to the Colts last year because I thought at the age of 38, about to turn 39, he had definitely played his best football and expecting the Colts to be a playoff team because Phillip Rivers came over after Phillip Rivers went to the playoffs once in his final six years with the Chargers. You know what? It seemed like a long shot. Somehow or another, Frank Wright gets the best out of quarterbacks, and I think he's going to do the same with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz's best season with the Eagles, 2017, when Frank Reich was the offensive coordinator. I think that Carson Wentz is going to succeed because Frank Reich is going to put him in a position to succeed. I was cynical about it last year with Rivers. This year, you know what? Three quarterbacks in three years. Frank Reich has really helped to be quite good. I think that that's going to be Carson Wentz this year and moving forward for the Indianapolis Colts. All right, this is from uh, Pidger down in downtown Indiana. I know exactly where he lives, but I'm not going to tell you his address. Will Kevin Pritchard blow it up or run it back in 2021-2022? Good question. Here, here's the answer. He's got all these guys under contract. The Pacers and, and Pritchard have Domas Sabonis, through 2024, they've got Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, and Karis LeVert through 23, and they've got T.J. Warren next year. So you've got your entire starting lineup coming back for another year. Why not run it back another year? Why not trust the kind of methodology you used in hiring Nate, Nate Bjorkren in the first place? Trust the five guys you had earmarked as your starters for this season. And this, obviously, you replace Victor Oladipo with Karis LeVert, who were traded for one another. LeVert, obviously, coming here. And go do this thing again. And see if you would have been right this past year if guys had stayed healthy and Bjorkren didn't go haywire. They, under normal circumstances, let's see what happens with that group of Pacers. And then, if you want to blow it up, blow it up. And if after tw- the first 20 games, the Pacers are 6-14, and 14, fire Bjorkren. This offseason, hire an assistant coach who's kind of a coach in waiting. Let's go. Uh, I think you roll it back. And uh, I know we want to get impatient. We want to hold people accountable. I'm with you 100%. I'd love to blow it up, start fresh, start accruing draft picks all over the place like the Oklahoma City Thunder have. But we don't answer to Herb Simon, who's going to start to get a little anxious as the Pacers lose 55 games in front of 3,500 fans every night at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. All right, the final question, who is the Pacer most likely to be dealt? I think it's Aaron Holiday. I think Aaron Holiday just kind of doesn't fit on this team, to tell you the truth. You might be able to get more for Goga Patadza, but I think it's Aaron Holiday. And you still don't know exactly what you got with Goga. So uh, I think if you got to go get a piece, I think Aaron Holiday is the guy who allows you to go get that piece.
there you go. I think Brissett comes back, O'Shea Brissett. I think the 13th overall pick, which is likely to be where the Pacers select, I think that could yield uh, a benefit as well. We shall see. It's going to be an interesting offseason for the Pacers, just as it has been for the Colts and just as it was for the Indiana Hoosiers. Can't wait for the race on Sunday. The blackout is lifted. Thanks to yours truly. You're welcome. All right. We'll talk to you Tuesday morning, day after Memorial Day, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live and immediately thereafter on YouTube and everywhere else you consume Breakfast with Kent. Have a great weekend. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.